Ms. Hansen. Good morning. Good morning. Cass Cassie Hansen appearing on behalf of the Office of Lawyers Professional Responsibility. The only question before the court today is the discipline to be imposed on the respondent, Boris Gorstein. Counsel, before you get started, the record should reflect that Mr. Gorstein is not here. Maybe you could just articulate for us the efforts that the director's office has made to, contact, to be in touch with him or to reach him. Yes, I would note that this is not a, although these proceedings have gone by default, Mr. Gorstein was at all times aware of the director's investigation. He was represented by counsel uh, up to two months prior to our issuance of the charges. I personally met with him and reviewed um, the allegations of misappropriation. His counsel provided us bank statements. Uh, his counsel, uh, when he withdrew, indicated that Mr. Gorstein had provided him with P.O. box, which we have been using at all times, mailing all documents uh, from issuance of the charges through this order. He also told us that his client had informed him he had left for Costa Rica. Um, we are not able to verify that, but we have published our orders. We've also conducted clear searches over the year and a half of these uh, 12C proceedings. We have always mailed all of our um, pleadings and this court's order, uh, especially the November 5th, 2018 order, to a address that has uh, repeatedly been associated with Mr. Gorstein's social security number and driver's license number, and that was conducted through a PACER search. Those uh, mailings have never been returned to our office. Okay. Uh, respondent has misappropriated approximately $3,900, almost $400,000 from clients between 2014 and June 2016. His misappropriation was enabled through separate dishonest acts. Uh, Mr. Gorstein maintained a personal injury practice. It was his routine practice to have his clients sign powers of attorneys that, that gave him settlement authority enab and enabled him to sign settlement checks. He routinely uh, settled no-fault and liability claims on behalf of his clients, utilizing the powers of attorneys without his clients' knowledge or consent. We conducted an exhaustive audit of his uh, various uh, bank accounts, our audit indicated that he misappropriated approximately $247,000 by paying himself attorney's fees in excess of the contingent fee that, to which he would have been entitled on those claims. Counsel, I was interested in the power of attorney aspect of mm -hmm. this case. Uh, does it violate the Minnesota Rules of Professional Conduct for an attorney as part of the retainer with the client for the attorney to have total authority to settle a case? No, and, you, and attorneys do use that authority when, for example, they have a client who is located out of state and unable to sign documents. What is inappropriate no, here? I'm saying to make the decision, the substantive decision, what the settlement amount is going to be and to, to agree to settle the case. Oh, it, obviously settlement authority has to come from a client. So not having a conversation with the client and obtaining their um, settlement authority clearly is unethical. So any power of attorney that would essentially make the, have the client waive those rights would be a violation of the Minnesota rules? Uh, yes, but um, here his clients were primarily Somali. There were some Russian clients. They had uh, language uh, problems. They required the assistance of a translator. We obtained most of the power of attorneys from the insurance companies. When we completed our audit, we would see a settlement going into the trust account, and we were able to obtain documentation from the insurance company 
that had settled the matter. Most insurance companies require a, a lawyer who signs a settlement agreement using a POA to provide a copy of the POA, and we would get a copy from them. Some of the, one of the clients, uh, most of the clients didn't even fully understand what they had signed or what legal authority it gave Mr. Gorstein, but all of them did not know that their clients had even been, or that their claims had even been negotiated or settled. Um, one instance was a forged power of attorney. Uh, our audit also revealed that he misappropriated 100, uh, approximately $135,000 by paying himself funds from his trust account without any apparent entitlement. We just saw checks and transfers with no client annotation being issued from the account in amounts that related to no apparent client matter. So the, the misappropriation in this case is egregious and widespread. Respondent um, also abandoned his practice and left his clients without access to their files and without knowledge of what was going on with the case. The Client Security Board has currently paid out approximately $21,000 to three clients, so the majority of the financial harm caused by Mr. Gorstein's conduct remains outstanding. Um, I've noted he also uh, failed to cooperate in the uh, director's investigation in these proceedings. His dishonesty and misappropriation is an egregious breach of public trust and confidence in the legal profession. Disbarment is the only disposition that will serve to protect the public and maintain the public faith in a self-regulated profession. The courts repeatedly held that disbarment is appropriate for misappropriation absent mitigation. There is no mitigation in this case, and we ask that the court disbar respondent uh, Boris Gorstein. Thank you. Thank you, counsel. Uh, this matter is submitted. We'll issue an opinion in due course. We're in recess.